Hey everybody, you are back listening to another of another episode. You're you're back listening to another episode of Is It That Deep Though? Uh, how are you? Uh, how are you, Cynthia? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm. I've been better. I think it's a, a stressful time of the year, but it's also a joyful time. So I've been good. <laughs> yeah, looking forward. Like I like the holidays more now. Mm-hmm. I like them more now because I'm at that age where I can buy gifts. Yes. But it's like when you buy the gifts, you feel really good, and then you feel really like, damn, like that, that money, that money. <laughs> I know. Damn it. But you're also like, I love giving gifts. I love seeing people's faces when they didn't expect anything and you got something for them i have something for you since i'm supposed to see you on christmas eve if that still works out yeah if yeah not, I'll, be there. I'll okay cool because i was like otherwise i'll have to mail it to you but anyways yes yeah, so i'm gonna choose to be chipper yes and <laughs> we don't we don't have to delve into what's bumming us out more than just like basic life things and stuff as such okay that sounds good <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm already face cracked, I guess, because I can't even say welcome to the show to anybody (laughs) at the very beginning. But yeah, you had something you wanted us to talk about as our opener. So I know that the economy is in shambles and all of us are just broke. There's been the push for 15 for people to get paid $15 an hour or more than that, a living wage. So I find it very interesting that a lot of these celebrities are, first of all, doing job ads on their social media for personal assistance. I think the first time it was, I saw it was Summer Walker and then I saw um, Glorilla did that again, like this week on social media. And then there was somebody else. And then there was some like my little YouTube crush, which I was so disappointed. He also did that. So I'm yeah, just like, I saw Ari Lennox did it too. Yeah, that was the other one. And I'm like, what is up with this trend of people trying to hire help do social media and then also in Glorilla's case which is so unfortunate because I love her but she's also like 20 not offering a livable wage I think she was saying $550 every two weeks so that's like less than $14 an hour to be her personal assistant so I don't know who jump-started that I just thought it was very interesting that that is now Twitter has become Indeed or ZipRecruiter it's very strange I don't know if you noticed that I've noticed it I honestly think it's pretty Fuck it. I'll say it. I think it's kind of ghetto. I I guess I guess I'm not supposed to say that, but I'm tired. So my apologies in advance to those of you who don't like the word ghetto used as a derogative. To me, it's pretty (laughs) ignorant and low class to be posting a job opportunity when you're a big name like that. Mm -hmm. You have to have like your own management team doesn't have channels that you can properly use. There aren't agencies for personal assistance that they can connect you with. You can't tell me that the only way you know how to find someone is in is Twitter or Instagram. Would you even really want to weed through your DMs looking through like how do you know who's actually coming to you with a real resume and real interest, especially those like Summer Walker who say, I don't want you to be a fan of me uh, or my music. Like, I just want a regular person. Who is likely to see this posting, if not a crazed fan? Who is likely to accept that below minimum wage pay, if not a crazed fan? I saw people saying things like, oh, well, the job experience, and you're going to get close to people in the industry. And, you know, look at open doors. Like, you could be in the same room as people. I guarantee you that as a personal assistant to these people, they're not going to leave you alone to make connections. They're not going to let you pass out business cards while mm-hmm. you're working for them. Do you know how embarrassing that would be for them if you came in and like you, oh, hey, 
oh, producer, just so you know, I also make beats and I, I also actually really like to make music. You know how quickly you'd be fired? Mm-hmm. So no, you're not going to be able to use <laughs> this below minimum wage job, basically just running errands, shopping for snacks, booking flights, <laughs> <laughs> things like like these. I think these people, they want you to do to do mundane tasks. They yeah. don't really like they I don't know if they would really trust you with keeping their schedule and answering phone calls. I don't know if it's that, but for sure, running daytime errands, booking flights, purchasing this. Hey, I need one of these. Find me one of them. Oh, hey, Rihanna has this. Can you see where she bought it? Like they might even want you to do stuff that their stylist should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, the kind of job where you're like, that's not my job, but I guess I have to do it. Mm-hmm. And before I hand it back to you, Glorilla had said something about oh, the reason it's so low is because I will be paying for your flights and stuff like that. As Crystal said, having to fly around at the drop of a hat for work mm-hmm. is not a plus. Right. Like, I guess y'all, I really think that they're picturing, I don't know what they're picturing. Somebody who has nothing to do and no bills to pay, who would just hang around, come along for the ride, do all the annoying tasks that you want them to do for like five, I don't even know if it was 500 50 a week or every two weeks either way that's still pretty low for mm-hmm. someone that you're probably going to want at your beck and call mm-hmm. it, it i don't know so i i don't know what they're doing i would just ignore it because they i think like i mean summer walker doesn't want any women to be her yeah. assistant and if it's since she wants only men she wants them to be either white or gay yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yeah and i'm like okay i guess that's your way of thinking that you'll avoid drama and that's i feel like there's drama in every racial category and every sexuality but good luck absolutely and if that's the way that you're gonna get these people like through social media is like you don't think that you're not getting the best of the best like who is going to see that like what person of quality would see that and be like okay now's my time to shine i'm going to use this as an opportunity to be the like the best personal assistant i can be it's like you're not going to get someone who's been like you know verified and has job experience you're going to get someone who is on Twitter all the time and will catch this and be like, okay, I have enough time to craft myself into this perfect image so that you can pick me and then, you know, whatever, whatever. So I just think, and you're probably right. I think it's 550 a week. I don't think it was every two weeks still. I just feel like if they want, they're going to want quality, right? If Mm -hmm. you have to be willing to pay for quality, right? you want somebody who's not going to forward your phone calls, ignore your texts, show up late to work, disappear for two hours on their lunch break, They were supposed to follow through with this task for you. Come to find out they never did it. If you want quality, the prices you're quoting, the wages you're quoting are too low to find someone that you can fully rely on. I feel like they should just find family members who would yeah. be willing to, to come live with them and just run these errands. And maybe you get like, if anything, I think two grand a week. But mm-hmm. I also feel like these people are just showing that they don't make a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's Either they're too ignorant to know how much these this job is actually worth mm-hmm. or they personally don't make a lot of money mm-hmm. to where they're like, well, all I can really part with is like a thousand a week. What did, I don't even know what, what Summer Walker said, but like, that's all I can really part with is like 500 a week. But, you know, I'll, I'll, you get to fly with me, you know, like, well, I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't understand what the perks yeah. are of being your bitch. Like, that's what it's <laughs> like doing all the annoying tasks you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're gonna have me do I, I don't it's very dumb to me yeah I just thought this was like bizarre and like the first time I saw it, it was with Summer Walker I was like okay well that's her 
And then I saw it happen again and again. And I'm getting like, what is this trend? I don't understand it. But I mean, who knows? Again, people got their names and headlines, you know, got some traffic. So yeah, I'm also shocked that they don't have personal assistance already this whole time. Have y'all not? I don't know about your YouTube dude because I don't know him, but that's fair. Like Summer Walker, Ari Lennox, they've been around for some time. Y'all never had personal assistance. Or are you trying to replace personal assistance? Maybe they've already used family members or friends and it wasn't working. Mm. So they're trying to find people they don't know. But that's not the way to do it. I feel like that's how you end up letting somebody like a scam artist close to you. Somebody who will be in your house and steal from you. Exactly. Or somebody somebody who's just a con artist who would be like, oh, I slipped and fell down your stairs and I'm (laughs) suing you because (laughs) your stairs were faulty. Like you can't trust people. People can appear so cool to you when you interview them. And then as soon as you like officially have them around you it's different like mm-hmm. i wouldn't trust i would go through an agency there has to be an agency they can use absolutely with a regulatory board there's this app called reflex i don't know if you've heard of it where you can like pick up retail shifts kind of like uber eats and like doordash for like retail stores during like seasonal whatever and i was like you know I could use this extra money. So I downloaded the app. I looked at it and I looked at it like in my area and looked at all the shops that were hiring. Like you can pick up a shift on like a Thursday if you're free and just like sign up. And you basically just like work in the back and like full clothes. And I was like, okay, I can swallow my pride and do this if I'm going to make extra cash. And it was like $13 an hour for a whole day of work from like 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. I did the math before taxes. You would get paid like $400 for all that time. And like I, I worked minimum wage before many times, but I'm like, all of those hours to make that much money. So when I saw that thing with Glura, I was like, $550 is nothing. It's nothing. And it's probably more than like nine. It's not like a nine to six job that you'd be doing for her. I can imagine it'd be more hours than that. So you said 13 an hour for a day. Yeah. Is that how does that equal $400? Does it not? 13 for 10 hours to be 130. Oh, you're right. That was a month. If you did it for like a month. Every week. If that was like a week or I don't know. No, so that like, was... yeah, no, not at a, you can't make $400 a day in retail. Not you're unless right. you're like a manager or something. Retail does not pay well. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, I was okay. You're right. It's yeah. I was thinking like, okay, if I do this every Saturday, how much would I make? And it's like for a month, just yeah. that amount. Yeah, never mind. Uh, so for, yeah, if you're low. saying you'd make 400 a month around that, but minus taxes, it would really be less than that. Yeah. But I mean, that's still some money that could be worth it. I'm a little surprised that they would be like, yeah, just show up <laughs> hey, yeah, I know. You from the app, get in the back. <laughs> like, I feel like that's horrible for loss prevention. Like, yeah, I come in, seal a couple things, never see me again. <laughs> and you can't pin it on me. <laughs> so delete that. <laughs> they'd probably still have your information saved somewhere but like they it's really easy to steal from it is <laughs> it is i was so watching easy this, to steal i was watching this one tiktok where it was like day in the life of like of a walgreens employee and she was like okay here's me like getting my inventory together here's um thief number one and it was just her recording someone <laughs> just stealing and they called the cops and the guy didn't stop and then she's like okay here's me putting stuff away here's thief number two and then another person and they're like I, I didn't even try i just let them steal yeah <laughs> yeah i saw that tiktok it made yeah. me mad yeah like, what the fuck like the obnoxiousness of like loading up a cart and just like racing out the door <laughs> with the cart what were they i was just so stuff like that pisses me off i don't give a fuck like what your situation is like <laughs> steal humbly just be <laughs> humble about stealing right how can you literally like fill up a cart and the fact that yeah i mean i felt bad for the people who work there because i'm mm-hmm. like you can't stop them like i'm I not know. gonna 
chase you or touch you or anything. And then if the police come, are they coming on time? Like, probably not. Right. It's, it's stupid. It was better. Yeah. Like, just be more humble about it. It's just that dumb. man was going to run her over. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, they weren't even stealing, like, just food. Like, they were no. stealing, like, random shit that I was like, the fuck? You need that. Anyways, yeah. child, let's get into our main topic. My overall idea is, like, I kind of want to talk about preference a little bit. Okay. Um, Keep in mind, we got 40 minutes on the clock. Perfect. <laughs> Maybe less than that. Um, But I want to talk about preference. Uh, But I want to start with this preference that I'm hearing from a lot of women that I do not understand. Mm. And maybe you can explain it to me. I'm seeing more and more women who say, well, I mean, this is a popular sentiment, but p- women who still say to this day, like, I want a man that can lead me. I want my man to lead. Mm. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you know if you say I want my man to lead, what does that mean? Ooh, so I I guess it kind of depends. For me, I personally don't like passivity or being nonchalant, like a man who's like, I don't care or it's whatever you want. I don't like that. I don't think I would necessarily say out of my mouth, I want a man to lead. I don't know. I think that there are certain responsibilities and positions that depending on the relationship, like whatever works for y'all works for y'all and y'all decide that amongst yourselves. If I were to use that language, it would refer to, I want you to like be able to make confident decisions and have like a justification grounded in like wisdom and discipline behind it and not just be like, oh, it's whatever you want, whatever you want. I'm okay with anything. That's fine. I don't care. I don't care. That like passive nonchalant. I don't like that. And I feel like if a man does that, they're not really like taking a lead and making decisions for themselves and for y'all's relationship. Um, so that's what I think of, but I can see other women being like, well, I just want a man to be a man, which I, I'm not going to lie. I would be aligned with that too. But they would also say things like they got to like take charge of the household and make all the decisions. And I just want them to make the decisions and I go along with what they say, letting one person make all the decisions. Yeah. I have trouble with a a man should be a man sentiment too. Cause what the Mm. fuck does that even mean? I feel like I've used that before in the past, but I can't remember the context, but back to the leading thing. I bring this up because I saw this TikTok and it was really funny. I might've sent it to you where this girl was basically just showcasing (laughs) like a sketch of how when you talk to men on the phone, they don't ask you questions and it's up to you to kind of like keep the conversation going and like Mm -hmm. ask them. (laughs) And I've seen that happen a lot. I've been there too, where you're, (laughs) it doesn't even have to be a date. You're trying to get to know a guy and like, he will answer your questions and then never shoot it back to you or never ask about you. And there was this woman in the comments who was like, exactly. Like, I have a problem with this too. I want my man to lead. And Mm -hmm. I almost commented at her, like, what does that mean? Like lead? (laughs) Like somebody had asked her like, oh, do you mean lead? in like relationships and she's like all of it like lead every like lead just lead and i have a a friend of the family who has also said this like i want my man to lead and i was like what does that mean like so do you i also called her out because i was like i don't believe you like you are not the type of person who wants to sit back and let the man make all the tough decisions or whatever but like i think generally women when it comes to dating they're looking for the man to set the tone yeah i guess like it's I, i guess like you know, if he comes in with intention and he comes in with questions, then that will set the tone and I will be, I'll be happy for him to make the call of where we're going for dinner, what we're doing on this date, and for him to tell me he wants to be in a relationship. Sure, but I feel like that's not leading. I mean, I I don't know, unless you're literally planning on sitting back for yeah. every guy and waiting for the special guy who will set that intention or whatever. I agree with you on the whole, I don't want 
a nonchalant person who would, oh, whatever you want. Oh, I don't care. Oh, okay. Like I, nobody wants that though. Yeah. Most, I mean, unless you're a man who wants a woman who just says yes to you, but for the most <laughs> part, women want men with opinions who have pre- <laughs> like, where do you like to go? What do you want to do? Like things like that. You, we can both take turns leading the conversation. Mm-hmm. I think my problem is I feel like women still like this. <laughs> they still like the idea of like, your dad's the head. And I'm the neck. And if you're in, if the kids get in trouble, I'll say, wait till your father gets home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll deal with you. And like, you will be the, like women who still think like, I don't know that they just need like the man to, like men can pull rank. Mm. With, like they respect a man who's like, I'm putting my foot down. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. And they love, they just want, I don't, why would you want that? I don't see it. <laughs> So we're in between like where we should, what we should do or where we should go on vacation. He can pull rank and be like, look, we are going to Las Vegas. Damn it. (laughs) We're like, if you're trying to figure out what the budget should go to, if it should go to furniture, like a new uh, piece of furniture, he he gets to be like, no, I want a big screen TV. Damn it. Like we get, (laughs) we're getting, we're getting a TV. I don't understand a situation in which the man should make the call, even if you're like deciding on which house to buy. I don't, I feel like we should inform each other and take a moment. Uh, and every, I mean, it also kind of caters to this sexist idea that men are just more logical mm-hmm. and women are mo- more emotional. So mm-hmm. like your man is more likely to be like, settle down. Like we can't afford that right now. Or, mm-hmm. you know, our best move financially is to do this. Or I, I don't understand. Why is that? I don't know. See, that reminds me of this one couple at Married at First Sight. At, was it Atlanta? Yeah. No, it was New Orleans. I don't know if you watched that. It was with the granola couple and then Woody and Armani and some other people. And there was this one white couple. The woman was like a nurse practitioner. The guy was like, I don't know. He just worked somewhere. And he was like very much, oh, I budget. You know, I live way below my means because I want to save. I want to save. I want to save. And the girl was like, I make six figures. I work hard and I live good. Like I travel. I like to spend my money. I like to like do activities and do fun things. So they sat down and they were like creating their budget. And he was like, you don't know how to budget. Like, this is what we need to do for our family. And she was like, family, we are still, we, I know we're married, but we just like started to get to know each other. Don't you want to like use this time to like enjoy and like, you know, go on trips and like go out in the city and have fun. He was like, no, no, no. And like, I mean, they got divorced, but like, he just kept bringing it up. It's like, Mm -hmm. she was just so irresponsible, irresponsible. Like, why can't she listen to me? I'm the logical one. I have savings. I have the stocks and stuff as if she didn't, but he was just very much like, okay, well I'm saying this and it goes without taking into any consideration what she had to say. And it was so frustrating being like, she has more education than you, which is not a reason for her to like boss you around. But like, you're not going to take anything she's saying into consideration because that's to do with money. And because she likes to spend money, she's being unreasonable. That's like where things can become incredibly problematic. And I don't like that. They were never going to work. That's a lifestyle thing. Yeah. You can't convince someone who likes to spend to be cheap and you can't you can't convince someone who likes to be cheap to spend it's just never going to work mm-hmm. i feel like the idea even if you know when we talk about leading with intention or whatever i just feel like when you say you want your man to lead it implies that you're a lost sheep who needs mm-hmm. someone to direct you like you i just hate the idea that men have some sort of power that women need and I need my man to lead I, I, it just kind of reminds me of when I feel like it was Fantasia oh, oh Fantasia, yeah who yeah, was. basically was talking about her ex-con husband that she married after only knowing him for three weeks oh. and how she gave him a job 
as her manager because he couldn't get one. But she lets him lead. And she was like, he manages every, like, he makes the decisions, like, I play my role. And that's why a lot of these marriages don't work, because women don't know how to fall back and let their man lead. The idea that it just can't work, like, two people trying to lead will not work. And I'm like, that doesn't, I feel like people don't understand that marriage is a partnership. Right. It doesn't always have to be first banana, second banana. Like, oh, it works because, you know, he leads or one person leads and the other person knows how to just go along to get along. Like it can be we both actually have similar temperaments and similar Mm -hmm. ideals and we work together and we don't always agree, but we are willing to discuss it. And we take turns being like, okay, you got this one. Okay. Absolutely. I feel like you can trade off if you don't have egos Mm -hmm. about everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It and just compromise. Kind of reminds me of compromise. It reminds me of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, this line where his uh the woman that didn't marry him, Rachel McAdams, she marries some other guy and he's at her wedding basically like, why didn't it work with us or whatever? And she was like, you always had to hold the knife because they're both surgeons. Mm. So it was basically like, you always had to be the one making the decisions leading. Like you could never pass it over to me. Interesting. That's exactly what it is. I think it's like, I think the word lead especially in these conversations and i've only seen them really happening in like the black community in this way is just the word lead has been like i don't know misused like the word submissive and the word preference even like they're just used as like talking points to be like man Mm -hmm. versus woman and not really like discussed with nuance because that's what because i think the goal is just to be able to compromise and if you guys disagree on something hear each other out have respect for that person because if you have respect for that person you can understand like okay don't not agreeing with what you're saying but i have respect for you so what are we going to do to figure this out it's us against the problem not like me versus you i think that that is lost in those conversations because even with the fantasia thing i was like okay there's a there's a way to describe the y'all's dynamic that's not like okay i follow and he leads unless it's literally like everything that goes is what he said and i just sit back and watch <laughs> and be like yes dear <laughs> maybe it is i i yeah. it's been a while since i've seen that video but yeah i think the the way they look at that setup is more like I bring something up to him or we discuss something. And if he agrees with me, then we can do it my way. But if he says, no, let's do it this way, then I fall back and I say, you got it. Like, okay, Mm. we're going to do it your way. Like, I won't argue with him. I'm just going to give it to him, even if it's a horrible thing that doesn't make any sense. I'm just going to trust that the man knows more. And I blame church. It all Mm -hmm. comes from the Bible. Adam and Eve. Oh, Eve came from his rib. And no, your purpose is to listen to your husband and Mm. things like that. That's really where all of that's why it is mostly the black community that has this idea of like, you need a man like every woman should have a man and that will just make everything correct. And he needs to lead you. And he's the head. He's the man of the house. You follow him. You like mm-hmm. let him you play your role while he is in charge, which is so crazy because I'm like, we went to school with these dudes now. Were you <laughs> in like high school looking at these dudes or in college looking at these dudes like one day, like one of y'all is going to like tell me what's tell best me what for do. me. <laughs> They're like you're going to know more than me about how we should live our life together. Mm-hmm. That's so weird to me. Maybe if you marry somebody like 15 10 15 or more years older than you and they have more experience with like owner like land ownership taxes business ventures things like that then yeah i feel like you would go to them for guidance and on those avenues of course i wouldn't think in your day-to-day life you'd be like 
oh, he makes the decisions. And I also think when the income despair is like the disparity in incomes is giant. Yeah. Like you're a stay at home wife and mm-hmm. he's like really like a, a top earner type of dude. I also feel like in those situations, if he's like, I said, we're doing this. I feel like you can't say much. because. <laughs> Yeah, and that I think that dynamic has to be baked within the nature of your of y'all's relationship, especially if it turns into like, okay, this is this person is making the money or the breadwinner or whatever, and one person staying home. At the same time, though, if there is respect for both people, regardless of who's the breadwinner and who's staying at home, even if you're making more money than somebody, that's not a reason to treat them like crap or like to think that like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I have the final decision. That's not what you're saying, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think I think specifically about just like, we've seen a lot of younger women who marry older, older men. Mm-hmm. And you know that it's a transactional situation. So mm-hmm. play your role. <laughs> you, you're you only there because you're hot and young and mm-hmm. he's only there because he's rich. So <laughs> right. And then that's not like a dynamic that's like, okay, this is going to last. Like we are now a partnership. This is a family type of thing. Like in the sense of like people like uh, what's her face, like Diddy and Carisha or something like that. That is just like people having fun. That's not a relationship. It lasts in relationships, though. Like Karen Huger from Real Housewives of mm-hmm. Potomac. It's It's been done. Like these dudes who are 50 and they marry like a 20-something year old. And that woman stays with him for like 20 years or something, either until he passes away or until it's like, okay, you're old. <laughs> or sometimes they still stay and they're like, I'll just figure out my own side situation to like satisfy my needs. Mm. But like, I don't need to leave you to do that uh, type of thing. But yeah, it can be a real relationship or it can just be like a sugar daddy situation. His situation with her, I don't even think it's unique. It's literally just a... Uh, Ugh, I, when I think about him, though, I'm just like, she really, I hope he is. I mean, she deserves the money she's getting. It's work to be around that man. Yeah. Like, there's nothing I envy about that. And I kind of look at these women like, how sad it is. Like, you're, it is prostitution in a sense. Like, he is paying you for your time. Mm. <laughs> because when I look at the women that he's seeing, and we look at him, and we know how he talks to people. I'm like, there's nothing about him that you would want to be around unless he was, like, only him giving you money and giving you presents and things like that is the reason you're there and you're trying to look to us like oh you wish you were in my situation mm-hmm. and it's like no i'm actually I really like, thankful yeah. that i don't need to be in your situation that i'm not that desperate of a person mm-hmm. that i would sell my time to someone like him there's nothing wrong with i think giving your time to someone for something in return right right but I, when it's somebody who is just not a good person who talks to you in a horrible, disrespectful way, who very right. much lets you know, I'm the king and I own this and this is my yacht. And for you to be around that person and have to cater to their ego, that's like, if that's not sex work, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Because I wouldn't stand for it. No, I would just, you can just leave. If you have nothing to, if you haven't, I mean, let me not bring integrity into it. I just feel like to sit there and listen to someone go and just berate you like that. It's like, or I could just leave and you can scream at your yacht if that's what yeah, you want to But do. some people but, care about money way more than others. I mean, I love money, but but that's fair. I, I don't love money because I, 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 I like it for what it can do for me, but I don't love it. I don't care to have it in my possession like that. And mm-hmm. I couldn't put myself in a in a place that wouldn't be good for me mentally or physically because I don't feel like you're safe with that man either physically. Oh. No, that's true. And you shouldn't make money your idol either, which I think is also happening there too, where it's like, yeah, this is it's, something that, mm-hmm. 
it's very much like I'm willing to give up my dignity. It is integrity mm-hmm. and a dignity just mm-hmm. to be because I do feel like he tells these women what to do. Like, I feel like if he has a friend in town, he tells them, hey, go make my friend happy right now. Like he mm-hmm. gives that energy like because when he's been doing this for like literally decades, what you money is like evil. Like if you're around it in such large sums and you have it and you see what like what what money make a bitch do exactly oh i love you that would, it it literally makes you warped in the head when you're like when i came into like this money women were willing to do whatever like the most beautiful women were willing to let me do whatever i wanted to them mm-hmm. and they would do it to whoever i asked them to do it to because i had the money he's had decades of that experience so there's no way that the women around him are like oh my gosh he's so kind and we just laugh and he buys me a purse and then he like eats me out and like I feel great. Like, no, it's... it's a lot of chores and it's sex work like it's you probably feel unsafe he might lay hands on you i don't know if he's like physically abusive to women mm-hmm. and carisha would like us to think she's special because she's like the famous one but if anything i'm like the fact that you're famous and you're in that situation it's the it same works. situation these other women are in yeah he's the difference is he uses her to get money so mm-hmm. when people look at her show that she has yeah carisha please they're like oh wow he gave her a show he's the producer of that show it's on his network so it gets views he gets the money she just gets Mm -hmm. paid a sum of that money but he gets way more he gets a way bigger cut so it's about him at the end of the day she's just an employee if -hmm. you will so i don't think there's much of a if she likes it though mm, good for her i mean i don't think she does but she was talking about it anyway we don't have to go into that yeah let's get into preference so (laughs) preference to me just to define it, it just means when you, it's supposed to mean that this is what I prefer. If mm-hmm. it's something else, I can still do deal with that. Like, I like that too. But if I had my perfect situation, this is what I prefer. It's turned into, this is what I like and I can't deal with anything else. Like, I prefer this and I just can't look any other way. Yep. And I feel like uh, with white people, they the weird preference is blondes and I will never, I don't know where that comes from. If it's like an Aryan race thing or... Probably. If it was like a Marilyn Monroe thing, did she start that whole thing? Like this idea of white men being like blondes or just my type. I'm like, it's literally just a hair color that anyone can attain. Like, I don't understand. Especially like some, you can still be ugly and be blonde. Screaming. And I feel like in the black community, what we've seen from these celebrities is just like mixed race. You can have the brown skin, but it can't be dark skinned. We still would like you to have silky long hair. Mm-hmm. Blasian, of course, is a top preference amongst black men. <laughs> And then in the industry, when you look at all of Chris Brown's baby mamas and you look at a lot of the women that Diddy has dated, mm-hmm. and you look at Tay Diggs is apparently married to April Jones, who is uh, Omarion's baby mama. Yeah, they're apparently married. From yeah. Adina Menzel to April Jones? Interesting. To be fair, April is, is beautiful. And sometimes yeah. I have to wonder, like, I mean, she is beautiful, but I feel like, again, the half Asian, half black mix, like, it it has, like, black men in a chokehold. Like, they they really be, like, the Janae Aikos and the... (laughs) The whoever else. And Janae Aikos is, like, an eighth black. She's not... She's not actually like half black. It's just interesting to me. And I wonder in this world where I feel like I don't care, I don't check anybody's box of a preference at all. 
<laughs> There's nothing that <laughs> that's popular that I have. What do you think about preferences? Like, when do you think that they're okay? Like, you know what? We're all allowed to have preference. And if you feel brave, what is your preference? Ooh, hot seat, hot seat. So I, like I mentioned earlier, I think preference is just like another word that has just been like misused and because of how it's used like in popular culture, it's some, it's like shifted away from the definition that you provide, which is exactly what it is. It's like, okay, I can, like, I like sugar cookies, but I would prefer chocolate chip. If you have them, I'll still eat sugar cookies. Now it's just like, okay, it's this or the highway. Like if I don't have <laughs> ablation, then that's it. <laughs> what they say, if it's not snowing, I'm not going or whatever trash. <laughs> Disgusted at myself. So that's, yeah, I don't like that. Preference. I, when I think about dating, I am dating intentionally with the goal of getting not the goal but with the hope of getting married one day and I'm trying to approach dating in that sense like okay who would I want to be in a lifetime partnership and build a family with and and be the father of my children because I would like to have children one day the person who I would want to date would hopefully have those qualities in mind I have deal breakers I wonder if deal breakers are the same thing as preferences no they're not okay cool okay then I have deal breakers and I have preferences in certain things like education, occupation. I think those are the two main ones that you have a preference on. in occupation. I guess. Yeah. To where you're like, I really only look for men who are this job or that job or in I, this field. I think like like or not necessarily field. What is the career that your is your preference? Well, I guess not a specific career, any career that has the potential for a certain lifestyle. Like I wouldn't want to work. I wouldn't want to be with someone who is career is like just retail or something like that. Or so it's like, a class preference. It's not a career press preference. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, it is a class. You don't preference. care what they do as long as like, oh, obviously legal above board. But yeah, <laughs> as exactly long as they honest. can give you a certain lifestyle, because it's not like you're like, I want a doctor or someone in the medical no. field. You're just like, whatever you do, you what level of education is your preference? Um, bachelor's. At least the bachelor's. At least a bachelor's degree and a career that caters to a certain lifestyle. I'm just assuming traveling. Yeah. Designer clothes. Nice house. Something. Ideally, yeah. Comfort. So six figure dude. Yeah. It's your preference. That would be my preference. That means you wouldn't date a dude who didn't make that much. Okay, so preference. So if he was like a high school teacher, you wouldn't even go out on the date if you saw it in his profile. I mean, I have, so I would, I can't say that I wouldn't because I have done that before, but I, that wouldn't be my preference. Yes. Yeah. You wouldn't let it get to a certain point or you would literally go all the way down the aisle if he was that amazing. I wouldn't let it get to a certain point after we would have, if it was going to get to that point and we'd have conversations and it didn't seem like the career was going to progress. I don't think I could. I don't think so. If they had no ambition of anything further than that, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's really hard because I also I don't know. I guess it. I can't. I would eat my words. So let me not. Let me not be hard and fast with that. I think that we would just, in terms of like, we would have to have a conversation about lifestyle mm-hmm. and goals and lifestyle. Right. And where there are trajectories right now would put yeah. us in a position to get that. Yeah. So if he's a librarian who's like. I majored in English. I actually have my master's in English lit. These are the authors that have made my life. One day I hope to write my own book. But for now, like I really want to just maintain being a librarian, bring other kids to like where I was and inspire them. I only make 65,000 a year though. And I really have no future endeavors in the next 10 years. Like maybe I'll write a book sort of working on something, but no like deadline. 
you would be like, oh, that's nice. And then just <laughs> block. <laughs> that's so interesting. When you talk about lifestyle, it really is important to you. And I kind of agree. Like if you want a certain lifestyle and it's important to you to live a certain way, I agree that marriage should get you closer to your goal. Mm-hmm. I personally... So I guess that's answering the question of if preferences are problematic. Well, you didn't say when they could be. I guess do you think yeah. that preferences surrounded uh, based on looks can yeah. ever not can ever not be problematic. Like if I'm like, oh, I only like men who are above six feet. You're I, like, that's that's not problematic, or is that still problematic? I think it's still problematic because some of those things are things you can't change and you can't control. If it doesn't have to do with health or concerns like that, then why does it matter so strong? Like, why does it matter so much to you? Unless it's like, it's for aesthetic purposes. So what if my preference is like nice straight teeth? Is that also problematic? Because you said Ooh. it's something that you can, you can't change. If oh. you can change that. And I'm looking <laughs> at a guy like you had ch- chances to change that and you have it. So you I have don't want to <laughs> Why are you 32 years old and you haven't fixed your teeth yet? Crazy. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> Man, oh no, I guess this is breasting. No. Oh, okay. okay I mean, that's, that's different. Come on okay. now. If you have sort of... I wouldn't date you. I don't care. Body odor and, and hygiene is not yeah, that's a preference. Neglect. That's a standard. That's a, that's a big deal breaker. <laughs> that's a, what is wrong with, like, why did you, no, no. I can leave the date early if I'd like, but. Yeah. Okay, I guess like, mm. Because it gets back to what we were saying about like people who are like, I prefer blondes. People who are like, I have a thing for like mixed race. She's I biracial. Think, she's biracial. Oh, I haven't heard that in a minute. She's biracial. I think that, well, like, like, like crooked teeth and shit like that. I feel like that type of stuff, it's not, I mean, there's no like societal hierarchy related to that because you could just get that fixed. But when it comes to like race and ethnicity and stuff like that, it's like grounded in elements of like racism and white supremacy and stuff like that. If you buy into that, then you have internalized issues that you need to work on. Like, I think, I don't think you'd be anti-crooked teeth because I am. Is that a problem? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. I'm okay with a bit of a gap. I think gaps can be cute. Oh, I now, love gaps. That's different. crooked teeth. I, it, I don't, it depends how crooked, like spaces in between your teeth. I can do that. Crooked mm-hmm. teeth. I don't know. I don't, I'm gonna have to think on it, yeah. but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that when it comes to things about like complexion and race and things like that, it, you have to really question why it bothers you so much. Um, especially when it's like, have you talked to the person at all? If you're looking mm-hmm. at a profile and nothing on the profile sticks out to you. And then also like, maybe there's a physical appearance thing that you're like, eh, I feel like yeah, we do that every day. Like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. But if there's actual interest there that you're not even bothering to read, uh-huh. you look at the skin tone, you look at the hair texture or something like that. And you're like, no, but I also feel like if you're so deep into your race, racist preferences, <laughs> don't waste anybody's motherfucking time mm-hmm. trying to like open up your eyes to something you don't want. Like, mm-hmm. don't go out on dates with people or even start chats with people that yeah. you know deep down you still have a hang up about. Like, you need to figure out why that bothers you on your own time. Don't right. try it out on other people. When it yeah. comes to things like height and hair length and things like that, I think they're so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if you can have a look that you like, like men who like women with bobs or short hair, or if you think like, oh, red hair on women is actually really interesting and pretty. Sure. But if you're like, I, th- I think that's a lot to pique your interest, things mm-hmm. like that. And hi, they can pique your interest. Mm-hmm. When you see people around you in your day to day and you actively 
don't pursue them because of these things. Right. I think you, it's a little it's a little weird. My own preferences aren't even set in stone in any way. I constantly go back on things I say I would like. So <laughs> I can't I can't speak to preferences at this point because I don't have any strong ones. Yeah, I would prefer an education as well. Mm hmm. But I've also seen plenty of people who didn't finish college and have good jobs. So I don't know. Yeah, um, that's true. I would prefer somebody who's over six feet, but there's not a lot of them out there. So if I met somebody who was like 5'10", I wouldn't be like, you get away from me. Especially mm -hmm. you can still be cute and be under six feet. I don't mm -hmm. know. So I don't yeah. really have preference. I have things that I like in people, but I've also been very attracted to people who didn't carry any of those things that I liked. Right. And I think more of us need to be open to that as mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a, a point of being like you can like things and have a preference I guess but yeah it's like what we said when you are literally like if you don't look like this I don't even want to see you. like black men who only want to date white women for some reason that's a sickness I think there's something seriously wrong yeah and they there's... scream it's and they scream about it some of them scream so loudly and make a point to tell everyone it's like why yeah Do you feel like you get points I don't know. Well, either way, it's not different. The ones who say I love black women, but then only date white women. Like, I feel like either way, whether you shit on black women and date white women or publicly love on black women, but like privately, you only date uh, white women. I feel like there's something there's a, an, an, an ookiness to that. I don't know what much. it is. Before we go, I'll just quickly, we're not going to get into the Megan and Tory Lane's case. It's not Megan's case, but oh, the yeah. Tory Lane's trial, just because it's changing every day. There's new information coming out all the time. It is really disheartening to me to see how many people seem to hate her. And they take the actions. She's had missteps throughout this whole situation. Mm -hmm. Yes. Before she got shot after she's had missteps. I'm not a huge Megan The Stallion fan at this point. I'm not a Tory Lanez fan ever. Ever. So I'm really neutral and I'm just looking at the facts and what's been happening or whatever. I can admit that she's lied about stuff. I can see how it's affected the case and how mm -hmm. it helps the, you know, the d defense to bring up her sex life. Cause they're really only talking about her overlapping sex life with Kelsey yeah. to prove that why Kelsey would have done whatever. I can honestly say it's disheartening to see how much people hate her because of this situation. Like she didn't have people who hated her this much until she talked about this. And I, it's made me really sad mm -hmm. about how we cannot agree on this. I know the black community is kind of like a myth. Like it's not a real thing. We don't agree on a lot mm -hmm. of things. There's a culture for Black people, but <laughs> there's such a disjointedness and there's such a weird combativeness and like the way that people will rush to hate Megan so hard. But mm -hmm. people have never hated like Boosie this hard. I know. Like, and he like paid women to sleep with his underage sons who were like oh, 11 okay. to make sure they weren't gay. And like nobody hated that so loudly as they hate the Megan just lied about sleeping with Tori. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, for the longest time, we couldn't agree on R. Kelly. Literally, probably still don't to this day. To he this just day. got he just got found guilty and people just had to kind of be quiet. <laughs> but mm -hmm. throughout the whole trial, people didn't agree. It's kind of disgusting and sad. It makes me feel like my humanness is unsafe in these uh. spaces when it's like i know the black people that i know and i talk to are not ignorant like this mm -hmm. but on the global or the the united states 
(laughs) (laughs) overall it seems like there's a lot of ignorance Mm -hmm. and it makes me very sad so after this i will no longer be up to date on any black celebrity news any i'm not gonna be checking the blogs anymore for any news i won't be commenting on anything related to that because i don't feel like it's safe I feel mm-hmm. like there's nobody, even when you said that you love Glorilla, I was like, you shouldn't because we I don't know. know her. Like, we have to stop having parasocial relationships, especially with people True. who she seems ignorant to me just because she said she didn't know Ham was like from pigs. So I already was like, <laughs> there's something about people who come from like out of nowhere, coming to money really fast. They're yeah. going to fucking disappoint you. She's mm-hmm. going to say something that's anti-black or that's homophobic or transphobic, or she's going to do something that's misogynistic. Like it's, she's eventually going to do something that's going to make you feel like, oh damn. And I'm really tired of just because I'm black being like, I love this black person because they're black and they're successful. Mm-hmm. And then they say something that's so hurtful. That's like, oh wow, you're one of them. You're not yeah. a good person. Now I'm, I have to walk back everything I've said. And <laughs> last thing I'll say is I, that's why when I say like, I'm not a Meg and the Stallion fan, personally, her music is not my cup of tea anymore. It's too sexual for me. And I'm not going to pretend like I know her. And right. I've seen people defend things that she said that we, I was like, she has to be lying about this. And people said, well, Megan said this, so it's true. And then when it came out that she lied, it's like, so what she lied? That's not even important. And it's like, okay, like y'all don't know her. So I want her to have justice just because I want everybody who's been a victim of anything heinous to have justice. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to lick her asshole and (laughs) bend over backwards (laughs) and be a cheerleader to someone who is probably not a great person. I don't know. I don't know Mm -hmm. her. So it, I don't know. All of it is very tiring. It is. I remember seeing this one person on TikTok who reviews like the double XL freshman class of like whatever, whatever each year to see like, oh, who made it? Who hasn't since their class? And he was reviewing 2019 when Meg was on it. And then he got to Megan Stallion was like, you know, you may love her, you may hate her. And especially now, like a lot of people aren't really rocking with Meg, this, that, and the third, but you can't deny that she, you know, she's gotten, she's, you know, highly decorated and she's gotten all these hits and stuff like that. It just was so shocking to be like, to start off talking about Megan Stallion being like, you may love her, you may hate her, but you can't deny that she's highly decorated. Didn't mention all the things that she's done, but it just kind of was just like, yeah, yeah. Like, obviously she's like great and you can't deny it even if you hate her. It's like, damn, people don't really fuck with her like that. But it was like a guy and all the people in the comments were just like, it was mostly like young guys being like, oh yeah, yeah, like fuck Megan, da, da, da. I was like, that's weird. At the same time too, it's like, you know, I hope that she gets justice because you cannot deny the fact that she was shot. Like you're absolutely correct, especially with the parasocial relationship piece. Like we don't know these people. And even though I joke about it, it's like, yeah, we don't know these people and you can't, you know, go up to bat for these people, not knowing who they really are, just like enjoy the, you know, the entertainment because it's entertainment, like the stuff that they create and produce and all that. So Glorilla gives me that she would do a song with Tory Lanez if he gets off for this. So that's why I say like, (laughs) just enjoy, take what you can. If you like the music, listen to the music honestly recommend staying out of their lives because then you can enjoy the music longer. Yeah, You don't have to get wrapped up in, oh my gosh, but did you hear that he said this or that they actually worked with this artist who did this thing 10 years ago? And did you know that, like, I'm very tired of just knowing too much about everybody and being disappointed Mm -hmm. that people don't feel the way that I feel. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to let everybody be, let everything be as it is. As it was, (laughs) as it was. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard the Afrobeats version of it? 
No. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll get back in. I can't. See, I don't listen to Harry Styles either, though, because like it's the same thing. If I know mm-hmm. too much of your business, I don't want I can't listen to your music because I, I feel like I'm hearing I'm I can see this person that I know too much about rather the rather than just enjoy the music. Mm-hmm. That's why I told you I have that fucking 80s playlist that I've just been. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything. This was a time when you didn't know anything about anybody. Like you didn't know who was a cokehead. You didn't know right. who was beating his wife and had a side girlfriend that he was also beating. You didn't know anything. All you knew was the songs on the radio. And so mm-hmm. I'm just going back to that time. And any artist that I listen to from now on, I'm not going to know any of their business. I'm only yeah. going to know the few songs that I choose to listen to. Mm-hmm. And with that, thank you for listening. We'll see you after the holiday season. We'll be back sometime in January. And hope you all have good holidays. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. You are listening to a Young Hag production.